Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. I have a special surprise guest for you. Somebody who's out there on the Instagram world trying to help people understand real estate investing, documenting the ins and outs. Let's welcome Patrick McGrath. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How's it going today? I'm doing well. Do me a favor. Give your IG handle a plug. Tell us what it's all about, why you're doing it, and uh, we'll just get into your story. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I, Patrick and Daniel McGrath, it's a rental property couple. So at rental property couple on Instagram, um, basically started the page two years ago just to document our journey. And um, over the last year, kind of every Friday, I just do like a, a Q&A. So I hop on stories, ask people to you know, give me questions. And uh, over the weekend, I just answer them and, and post them and just try to do my best to help out with with the knowledge that I've been able to uh, able to get over the last five years of investing and uh, just try to help as many people as possible become financially free. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, well, one of the things I always find interesting, right? This whole page is, is, um, is, it's a couple, right? It's you and your wife. I was trying to look at the name. I got rental property couple. So let's talk about the couple aspect because I'm sure you have heard uh, not all couples agree or at least agree in interest, right? Some people like real estate. Some people don't. Some people think it's risky. Some people that don't. Some people want to go all in and burn the boats and others don't. So let's talk about your relationship with your wife way back when this got started. Was was everybody on the same page and you were lucky or was there a conversation or discussions? Let's talk about being in, on the same page. Yeah. So at first, no, I was crazy. Um, you know, it was a pipe dream uh, and it was kind of something that I had spent like five years basically listening to bigger pockets, reading every book I, I could and going and looking at houses and trying to put all of the pieces in place to be able to buy my first rental or our mm -hmm. first rental. And my goal was to buy the first one by 30. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I had talked, I had talked about it with my wife and I was just like, look, this is something I, I want to do you know, this is going to pay off five, 10 years down the road. Mm -hmm. Let's just give it a shot, you know? Okay. And she was like, you know what? We, we can try it with one. Let's, let's try it with one. And basically okay. we found a house that was 10 houses down from ours okay. on the same street. That was a foreclosure. And we knew what our house was worth. You know, we knew the neighborhood. We could, we could drive by it every day. We could shoot. Look you at can it. walk by it every day. <laughs> yeah, we could, we, I mean, we were walking up and down the street to go work on it. Yeah, so that's good. I decided like, Hey, if we're going to do it, like, here's an opportunity right down the street. Like okay. it doesn't get any easier than this to be able to like, make sure I can look, I can touch, I can see. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what we did. We, we bought a foreclosure, me, her, and my dad work there, you know, seven days a week, like, mm -hmm nights, weekends, all the time for like eight months. We did all the renovation ourselves. Again, this was a foreclosure. It needed like everything. What year was and that? Sorry. This was in 2017. So April, okay. 2017. 
All right. Um, and what and what city are you in? So this was in, right outside of Baltimore in okay. Maryland. Okay. So we got it for one seventy five. Mm-hmm. We put thirty thousand into it. Oh, not too. Well, that was all just, of our labor. Oh, that was with labor. Yeah, that was that was everything. Oh, so, but your labor was zero. It, that was all materials. Well, we did like we had to put a roof on. Okay, you know, uh, we right. had we had to replace like an. But you and panel. your dad and your wife didn't take hourly pay. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this is it. like thirty grand, like blood, sweat, and tears plus sweat equity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, it appraised for two two ninety. Oh, nice. Uh, after eight months, okay. and um, the problem was we turned our rental nicer than our house. <laughs> so oh, that whoops, over improved. We, we, yeah, we did what everybody does. We over improved. So what we did is we moved in oh, to the rental go. property. And you rented that one. And we rented our old house. Oh, that's and uh, that 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 was our first rental. Okay. And um that that's kind of how we got started. We didn't buy another property for like two years, mm. but that was the first one. And we 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 had a rental right down the street. And what yeah. I did is I made it so my wife got the rental payments every month. There you go. So she saw the money coming in every month. She was in charge of paying the mortgage and she could see the leftover. And in the beginning, that wasn't significant. You know, it's two or three hundred dollars. Sure. But then convincing her to buy the next property. Hey, this one worked. Let's do it again. Same thing. And then all of a sudden, over the last two or three years that, you know, two or $300 mm-hmm. every month has turned into, you know, 10,000 plus. Right. And now it's like, I'm a believer. We yeah. can do that. <laughs> Shocking. You, <know? laughs> you get to be four figures or five figures and they go, oh, I get it now. That's, that's hilarious. I want to go back to that first deal. Just make sure I understand it. So when you bought the foreclosure, uh, I'm guessing it, did you get hard money, private money, or did dad have a pile of money? You just paid cash. No. So what we did is, like I said, leading up to that, I was preparing. So yep. we took out a home equity line of credit, oh, on our I... primary residence got it to fund it. And okay. I basically, you know, I, I tried to convince my dad for years to go in with me, try to convince my wife. He was like, no. no. So finally, I found this property and I, I still being, you know, 28, 29 years old, getting ready to go and spend, you know, couple hundred thousand dollars on an investment property that I've never done before. Mm -hmm. I just asked my dad to come take a look at the property with me. I was like, Hey, just come take a look. (laughs) So we walked through the whole property at the end of it. He was like, you can buy this on your own. Like you, you can do it all by yourself. And I was like, yes, I can. And he's like, all right, I'll go in half with you. Ah, I like that dad. Nice move. Okay. I like. Yeah. So he went in half and we did it all together. Okay. And through then, he's now, you know, he's a 30% partner in yep. our company. So it's me, my dad, and my wife. Oh, that's and awesome. I convinced, you know, him and her at the same time that this is a path we need to go on. Okay. Um, so that's that's kind of how so that then started. You, but we- then you refi out of that one and you pay off the HELOC. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. So interesting story how that kind of happened is we moved into that new property mm-hmm. as a primary mm-hmm. and we ended up taking out a HELOC on that property as well. Okay. All right. So on the investment property that was now our primary residence, mm-hmm. we could take a 95% HELOC okay. 
okay. on that one. Yep. So that gave us about 90 grand. Okay. With that 90 grand, we went and bought a new primary mm -hmm. and we went and bought a triplex. Oh, okay. So we kept paying on these HELOCs for a little bit. And from 2017 till 2020, the market went crazy. Sure. So then what we did is we cash out refinanced both of those properties, mm -hmm. paid off the HELOCs mm -hmm. and got about an extra 25,000. So that's kind of how we were able to pay those HELOCs off mm -hmm. um, with cash out refinances. And you then know, your rates, I'm guessing, well, I don't know what HELOCs would have been. Did your rate actually go down when you did the cash out refi? Or was the HELOC? It did. We got locked in at three and a quarter oh, for 30 years. Jeez. Wow. That's going to feel good for the next 30 years. Well, so interestingly enough, last year I came across the 10 unit apartment building. Okay. Um, so at this time we had, um, we had a triplex, a quadplex and a single family okay. as rentals. So, so we got like eight, eight units, eight units. Yep, yep, yep. eight units come across this 10 unit apartment building mm -hmm. in my area. And, uh, was like, oh my gosh, I have to have it off market. Mm. Like mm. I knew it was a steal, but yeah. how am I going to afford this? Yeah. Like, I don't have the money to be able to do it. So what we did is we sold those first two prop, those first two single families. Okay. The ones that are 10, it, 10 houses apart. The one that are 10 houses apart. I like so it. we sold each of them for 320,000 each. Okay. And we got 145,000 um, and we 1031 exchanged that into the 10 unit apartment building. I love that. So um, there's a couple of things I just want to, to pick on here in your story that my audience should really hear from my other experts. So first and foremost, what you're talking about throughout this entire journey is something I call recycling capital, right? You prepared for many years, you had some scratch, you put the scratch to work. And then it's been about how can you move that to more and more assets? Uh, you're not buying toys, you're not buying new whips, you're, you're always moving it into other assets. Very, very cool. It's how we, it's how my wife and I went from eight to 80 units. Same way, same deal. 1031s, cash out refis, the whole deal. Same, 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 same. Uh, then the other thing you talked about is really the income snowball effect, which Dion from Dion Talk talks about and in, in, in is a guest on my show. It's really talking about the early stages, right? In the When you buy your first rental, a cash flow is two or 300 bucks. Probably not that interesting. But when you stick at it and you start stacking assets and that 200 gets multiplied by 10 and then 15 and then 20, it gets really interesting really fast. Um, it probably took you, I don't know, for most people, it's four or five years where it went from eh to interesting. But if you keep at it, you keep focused, it, it, it does happen. Yeah, it took, it took two years. So wow. from the time we purchased that triplex, okay. which, you know, um, at that time we had the two single families, and then we bought the triplex. All right, you're at five units, yep. At five units. Yep. From that point, which was November 2019 to okay. today, mm -hmm. we purchased another single family, mm -hmm. a four unit, mm -hmm. the 10 unit, mm -hmm. and then we closed on a six unit in uh, March. Oh, and that single cool. family that we bought, we bought it in April 2020 during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We fixed that one up, cash out refinanced, which was from the cash out refinance on the two properties where we paid the HELOC off. Right. And then we sold it a year later. So we had long-term capital gains yep. and we made a profit on that. And that's what we used for the down payment nice. with seller carry back 
on our six unit we just bought. Oh, seller so. carry back. I love seller carry, dude. I think seller carry is going to be a big part of the next two years. Uh, older landlords want to sell. They know the lending market's different. Uh, they have a bunch of equity. It's amazing how many old landlords hate the IRS. So they're going to do seller carrybacks, you know, 10, 20% down, 80% carry, low interest rate. So let's talk about the seller carryback deal. How'd you find it? How'd you negotiate it? Was it easy? Was it hard? What's that all about? Uh, so I started using Deal Machine, mm -hmm. the the app, you know, where you can start sending out postcards. Yep. I, my, I, I bring property radar on my channel. Same deal. Yep. Okay. So I Same bought deal. a list and started sending out like 300 postcards every other week. And I put it on an eight week time frame. Here's exactly. Yeah. One of these. Yep. Yeah. My, mine was basically a picture of the house that said, is this your property? I'd like to send you an offer. Yep. Super easy. But I used my wife's name instead of mine because I felt like a woman had a better opportunity of an old landlord guy calling her. So oh, of course, just a little tip. Play the game. Um, and a guy, guy called me and said he had uh, a property that he was interested in getting rid of. Mm -hmm. And he gave me the numbers. And, you know, we were just chatting back and forth. This took this whole process took about from the time I first talked to him to the time I closed on the deal, about nine months, yeah, um, just story, right? chatting back and forth, asking him questions. And um, he wanted 450. I did the inspections. And there was a lot going on, like just a lot. It was bad. Mm. Um, and uh, I said, Look, I need to get it for 410. And he's so like, let me ask you. So, so did he throw out a number first or did you throw it out first? 410. He threw out the number first. Which one? What and number did he say? 450. Okay. All right. So that gave you a, that gave you something to work with. Okay. So I sent him a letter of intent. He wasn't responding back to me. So then I had my real estate agent send him an official contract at that price and he accepted it same day. At the 410 um, or the 450? Sorry. At the 450. Okay did the inspection that we met in person to mm. review the inspection. Cause this is all off market. Oh yeah. Yeah. I get you. So, um, put everything out on the table said, I need to be at four ten. He said four thirty, And I'm like, sorry, I can't do four thirty. He goes, what if I hold some of it? Okay. So he, he put that out there. I said, okay, well, what would that look like? Yeah. He goes, he goes, you know, I can hold 15 or 20%. So I just start writing. I'm like, all right, 20%. Cool. Hmm. What, what would the interest rate be? He said, 5%. I'm like, all right, 5%. I said, what would the term be? He said, I wouldn't want to hold it more than three years. I said, 36 months. I said, okay. So I said, we can do 430. You hold 20% at 5% interest only mm -hmm. for 36 months. And he said, yeah, I said, we have a deal. Okay. And uh, that was it. That's what we did. So, so how'd you, so let's, so then you had a, you obviously had a first. Yep. So the first, so with the bank that I got the first at, um, so they required 25% down. So okay. he held 20, I brought five. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, I got four and a quarter on that at 20 years amortized. Okay. And then I'm paying him $215 a month for the next 36 months for the 86,000 he's holding. So it sounds like, I don't know this for sure, but it sounds like the bank doesn't know about his second. They do. Oh, they do know about a second. Yeah. So the That's bank, good. the bank knows about the second. They said that they will only accept 20% as the max that they'll allow oh, a okay. seller to got hold it. Got as it, got equity. It, got, it, got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. 
So then you got so, into a sixplex with 5% down. Uh, yeah, it was $21,000. That's nuts. This is why, again, I talk about it on my channel. I have one of my non-QM lenders come on all the time. They talk about um, combined loan to value. That's CLTV. You got to understand this stuff. The market is changing. You're going to get more creative. Sellers are going to want to carry. Sometimes they get their, I, I can't tell you how many times I've overpaid, but I got my terms. Right. I still remember that one guy that wanted 120 for a 100 house. I got a 1% 30 year mortgage. He can tell all his friends that he got this sucker from the Bay Area to pay 120 for his 100K house. But I can tell all my friends I got a 1% 30 year loan. You, you, go figure. I won. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the key. And I know like it's below market rents, I know where I'm going to be at. I know that this four hundred and thirty thousand dollar property that I bought is going to be worth seven fifty to eight hundred when You're I'm done, done with it. That's so nice. I'm happy, you know, I'm happy to pay that. He's happy to get rid of it. He had terrible tenants. I cash for keys all them out, and I'm just redoing all the units at once. So mm. it's a win-win for everybody. But so I, let's I've talk got a about couple this. of those. Yeah, let's talk about that one. So again, you get you take over a six unit. It's a dump. Uh, you have to do cash for keys. Let's just use, let's say you pay everybody a thousand bucks or two grand to leave. Now you've got an empty six unit building. That's not always fun. So how do you tackle that? One unit at a time. You just pay big contractors. You swallow it all at once. How do you tackle a vacant six unit building? So what, what's, so this is a four unit and a duplex that are on the same lot. Oh, okay. So, so the duplex um, was fine. Okay. Those, well, that's so good. basically, basically what I did is, I increased two of the tenants' rents. One was paying eight hundred. I increased it to a thousand. One was paying six fifty. I increased it to eight fifty. Okay. So my note to the bank is seventeen hundred dollars a month. Okay. I'm collecting eighteen fifty in rents. So it's at least covering it its, itself. It's a net even, basically. On the first. So on the on the first. Okay. So, and then I'm paying like an extra hundred dollars with his interest. Yep. So it's costing me a hundred bucks right now a month to sit empty. That's okay. Which yeah, is but, fine. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I have the four, but it, it, it two, I offered all four tenants cash for keys to be out in 60 days. Three of them took it right away. One of them just spent like an extra two months in there. And I didn't want to start the renovations until everyone was out because there was roaches and bed bugs yeah. and all kinds of stuff. And yeah. you can't fix that with no, people nope. with tenants. Exactly. So got I wanted to do it the right way stuff. and yep. just get everybody out. So now that everybody's out, I had I met with a contractor this morning and they're going to start doing each unit one by one. Mm -hmm. It should take about two weeks, um, a unit. Yeah. to get it to get them all finished so i'll have everything done in the next six weeks nice um and it'll be it'll be ready to roll and then what's the rental market uh, is it like most of the country where once it's you just put up a for rent sign you get bombarded with uh tenants so i do everything online so mm -hmm. i post everything on zillow and facebook marketplace i hate facebook marketplace but the one reason that i do it mm -hmm. is because i can send videos to ah. people Yep. So what I do is I shoot a video walkthrough like you would do if you were selling a house mm -hmm. with a little bit of music, you know, hey, this is the kitchen, this is the bedroom, you know, and anytime someone asks me if it's still available, I send them a video. Mm -hmm. So they instantly know what the property looks like. So they're not bugging me to come see it just from the pictures. Mm -hmm. They know 100% what it nice. looks like. Um, and yeah, I, I get bombarded like 
Mm-hmm. It's it's insane right now. That's um, awesome. Well, this is this is why you, people need to follow you and your wife on Instagram. You're posting this uh, kind of real up to date stuff, real nitty gritty stuff, uh, pictures, walkthroughs. This is why your Instagram page will take off. What is the Instagram page? One more time. Rental property couple is the Instagram page. Um, you know, give us a follow if you have any questions. I just had a girl reach out to me today in my DMs, um, and she had a question. I sent her my phone number. I talked to her for 20 minutes. Like I do that with everybody. I'm here to help. You know, that's my passion in life. Like real estate's all I do. Mm -hmm. I quit my job. Um, so this is, this is everything that I do. And if I can help other people realize, you know, how amazing it is to become financially free and do your passion for yourself. That's, that's really what I want to do. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you. Keep it up. You're doing, you're doing good work. Uh, again, thank you for your time. Thank you for reaching out. This is a lot of fun. Awesome. See you guys.